Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Where the Stars Fell, The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, and Civilized. Plus, early access to new episodes of Midnight Burger, all still entirely ad-free. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our hero's convoy has been ambushed inside Treesbury. Juniper is battling two mercenaries in the first wagon. Quinny threw the enemy commander out of a second-story window, and Butthole made himself a shining golden distraction. Can the convoy survive a zombie assault long enough for our heroes to save them? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. The Dum Dums are engaged in furious combat uh, with the Happy Meal, a an elite squad of kind of irregularly armed and capability ridden orcs um, who have ambushed you in the town of uh, Treebury as you try and desperately get uh, the wagon uh, the wagon train of food and townspeople uh, from Quinny's hometown of Cornucopia, town of Plenty. Uh, back to your new home of the Fortress of Forlorn Hope uh, before the fortress starves and all of your old friends and family are murdered by zombies. So, you know, having a bit of a day. Uh, At the top of the round, uh, it is your turn, Quinny. Uh, You are currently in the second floor of the the saloon, saloon, having just knocked... Uh, the war chief and um, Phantom. Phantom, the uh, the sniper, uh, out of the out of the window uh, into the mob below. Uh, what do you do? Uh, I'm at the window. I'm looking to see Ginny still working on the door. Okay, so she needs more time or help. Um, but the zombies now attacking. They've now come into contact with the convoy, so that means that. Butthole needs to be able to repel them. I see he's fighting three, four, you have, two, pe- uh, two, two people, people directly, and one guy that side the building is magicking me. What uh, what's the distance from from my building over to that one? Um, it's the width of kind of the the central town. The, so right. um, okay, so that's I'd say probably yeah. I'd say more sixty feet than thirty feet. If that makes sense. Yeah. No. So sixty okay. feet. Fuck it. We'll just say that. Um, okay, then, um, I, we, I mean, we've talked about this maneuver a couple times, but I take a few steps back from the window and I Scott Pilgrim leap out of it, uh, going as far as I can before I hit the ground and then casting Misty Step to take me another 30 Great. to, to get me into, uh, the fray. Uh, to hopefully free up Butthole and let him do what he needs to do. So I'm I'm trying to get to Butthole's melee combat. Oh, I'm sorry. To get to Butthole's melee combat, just your jump will do it. Uh, oh, I thought you okay. wanted to get to Grum on the far side. No, to just jump I, down oh, and, and get into I thought he was on the far side because the general store, the side that he's on in the saloon, were 
across yeah, the I'm closer town. than the general store because I didn't yes. go into it. He thought you were yeah. trying to get the cleric inside the oh, building. My bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're able you're able to get there just in in your leap. I will reclaim my one remaining spell slot. You're welcome. We're back to fifty percent uh, spell slots, baby. Um. So then I will just uh leap uh summoning forth the breach of contract uh and uh Troy style Achilles just trying to slice it into that neck on my way down on um who are you fighting there Ryan he's there got was... one guy who's almost dead who's on fire oh sorry Ryan I, I can't no, 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 go for it uh there's the one guy who's almost dead who's on fire and then there's uh the big dude um half mask who has uh uh, uh fart holes facsimile hammer let's go for big dude if he's looking hardier he um surely is yeah i mean the fire might even finish this other guy off so it let's surely go might. in for for that attack um <laughs> he's engaged do i have advantage then you sure do sir awesome love to hear it thank you very much i love to hear it almost as much as i love to ask it um <laughs> 16 plus 12 god i love that this is a magic weapon um 28 to hit why yes okay oh good numbers 10 18 plus 3 21 plus 7 28 damage uh on the first attack uh and then with thirsting blade we're we're going in again <laughs> No sneak attack on this, but every little bit that we can do here. That's a nat 20. <laughs> Yay! Tell me uh, tell me how half mask dies. Oh, you can roll okay. your damage, though. I know you like it. Go ahead. Go ahead. How no, much go damage, it. Tyler? It's not as many dice, but I do like rolling it. <laughs> four and a one, so five. And then four and a six, uh, ten. So 15 plus seven, 17 as the... 12, 15 22? plus seven is twenty-two. Thank you. Sorry, I was I was just doing uh, <laughs> fifteen plus. Never mind. Um, uh, um, I think uh, I think he is so worked up. You know what I mean? Like he seems like a really intense guy. Mm-hmm. So he I is. think what happens is I come in and I plunge my blade deep into his neck. And I raise it up for the other strike. And as I bring it in again, he's such a keyed up, high stress individual that his blood just ruptures out like a geyser, just <laughs> kind of like he was a balloon being popped. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I'm, even I'm like shocked, like, what the fuck is this? And he just, he's, he's a corpse. But I'm surprised at how kind of, how much he, tension he had. He was holding tension in his shoulders. You know what I mean? He and I released really... that tension. Really love that hammer. Yeah. He seemed really intense. And so I, I think yep. that he's contributed. so much tension in his cardiovascular system. I don't well, know. the good news is he's pretty relaxed now um, as he, uh, he he kind of slumps over and you just kind of ride him to the ground. Um, as I do, yeah. Looking at him kind of in horror. Yeah. Um, but uh, having having uh, like overkilled him in a pretty brutal way. Uh, cool. Cool. All right. That is, uh, that's a thing that just happened to a man. Um, the guy uh, facing off against Juniper. Unless, Queen, do you have any other... I feel like that's all your all your stuff, but... Just about. Yeah, I think maybe I would just say to Butthole, I think he knows the score, but I would just be like, you got to get rid of those zombies. 
okay, he says, fighting off the guy who's trying to stab him while a magical sword made by a balloon animal stabs him in the side. Yep. Um, we cut to uh, Strong Boris. Uh, Strong Boris um, uh, looks looks at you, Juniper, and kind of kind of like tilts his, his helmet as, as blood rolls down his, his chest and just says, if it were up to Strong Boris, Strong Boris would probably not keep fighting you. You <laughs> stab very well. Unfortunately, it's up to him. Um, and the war chief just kind of nods and uh, he takes uh, two big old swings. Big old swings. It's uh, AC 24 now, by the way. AC 24. Nice. Um, yeah, neither of those will hit at AC 24. Um, and is that because of your, uh, your, your smiting? Because I transferred my, my the blade of walls. It's a mm-hmm. plus three, so I can actually, um, before I attack the first time, I can decide to transfer some or all of that bonus to my AC instead mm. of using it for the attack. Amazing, cool. So Which he, I he, did. So he just like swings down both times, and although you're not raising the blade with the strength you would normally need to like shear his his weapon strikes away, um, it, you know the, his blade like blasts off of yours like he's fighting at medieval times, uh, like just yeah. full like big big back swings, and he looks so confused. <laughs> like through the mask, you can just tell like. Like he's he's like checking the haft, you know, like tennis players do, where they like <laughs> check the face of the racket, like that will somehow make a difference. Yeah, like oh yeah, they, they got through here, I guess. Um, <laughs> he he does not understand why his weapons are betraying him uh, in in this way. Um, and honestly, he doesn't really have anything else he can do. So that's kind of that. You know, strong Boris, you can just stop and like join us. We're gonna defeat these fuckers. <laughs> Strong Boris disagrees. Um, bringing us to. He just said he didn't want to anyway. <laughs> um, he meant he would just go kill the civilians instead, not you. It's easier. He wasn't like I see oh. that you like I. This is the wrong cause. He was just like this is the hard job. I want the easy job, but. Um, well then, fuck you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> it's what your friend said. It's true. Uh, Butthole, speaking of that friend who told him, uh, fuck you a while ago, uh, <laughs> you've got uh, the flaming man and the balloon sword. What do you do? Uh, Butthole just snatches, like like he's got his shield in one hand, his sword in the other, and he blocks a strike, and he just throws a punch with his, his right hand. But instead of it going from his hand, he actually pulls it. Uh, and a golden hammer hand just flies out of his hand in a bonus action to punch uh, this guy in the face. Because we're seeing some new butthole powers in ways that are surprising even him in terms of his spiritual weapons. Uh, so that will be at level here. That's good. Uh, so let's see what damage that does. So it's a bonus action, so it doesn't cost me anything. And it is... Pretty effective on the swing front. Let's see what I get. That's a 26 to hit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And that will be for a total of 16 force damage. 16 force damage to the the guy who's on fire? Yeah, the guy who's still engaged with me. Yeah. Uh, His head just fucking implodes uh, as you you punch through that, uh, that flying hammer. Oh yeah, me hammer! Uh, he yells, uh, and then he's just going to turn and and r- dash to the middle of the convoy where he can cover as much of it as possible. So it's for anyone within thirty feet of him in terms of the undead. Uh, he just raises his hammer and says, "Hell no!" 
Whoa, and he flexes in a giant golden uh, version of him swoops up out of his body and then slams back down and golden light uh, sprays out all around him. So every undead within 30 feet of him has to make a DC 18 will save. Yep. What? Wisdom? Or wisdom. Did the book I say did it! Wisdom? I've infected you! <laughs> yeah, you did. Unlimited power! <laughs> you did it. You got me. Yay! Uh, and you said DC 17? DC 18. 18. Well, that does change things somewhat. Um, all right, uh, all uh, all but kind of one, and I'm treating these zombies kind of as like, I'm using the zombie stats, but please do assume they're like a small clump of them. Um, yeah. For numbers reasons, because uh, it got slightly jacked zombie stats. Um, most of them get blown away, uh, but there's a particularly hardy uh, trio that's still um, harassing uh, the middle cart. Um, you uh, you get the sense they're fresher. They seem to be the Treebury uh, trio. Um, so they're, uh, they're zombies that are, are, are much fresher and are, are still, uh, still fighting away, but you generally have cleared the, the most immediate, uh, zombies, almost to the tree line. You can still hear moans coming from the trees. Um, and, uh, uh, Crendon, uh, from the back just yells, thanks boss, more coming. Um, and, uh, you can hear the sound of horns in the distance, um, no. as, uh, as more herders begin to, uh, to move. Okay, no, cool, Crendon, but I kind of don't have another one of those, so we're going to have to get creative. Hey, I, I get it. I was just giving you the forecast, you know. Cloudy yep. with a chance of zombies is all. Okay, you're kind of funny. I'm going to promote you <laughs> if we get out of this. Thanks. I just, it's nice to be fighting with good people again. <laughs> also, I really hated my brother. We'll talk about this later. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful. And 
it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices if people were outside of the U.S. were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Snarf, 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 snarf. Wait, Goblin Jr., slow down. You're not wearing your translation amulet. Oh, hey, that's much better. Hi, I'm Goblin Jr., uh, beloved wolf companion of the Dum Dums and Dragons crew. And uh, listen, if you're enjoying our adventures, our, our snarfy fun, uh, you know, the adventures of, of Butthole and Quinny and Alan and Juniper and Bucky and all the rest, well, uh, listen, you'd really be doing us a solid if you'd go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. And hey, you know, if you want to help us on our adventures, uh, for as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can gain access to uh, Snarfy Discord and talk to all sorts of other fans about the shows. Uh, And, you know, it just goes up from there. You can get ad-free feeds. You can uh, add your own characters. Uh, Hell, you can even make an NPC at the $25 level. And you get your name in the credits at the end, which is is a lot of fun, I'm told. Anyway, uh, you know, I don't know too much just being a wolf and all, but uh, what I do know is if you enjoy our adventures as much as uh, me and the crew like going on them, well, Patreon's a great way to help out. Uh, anyway, I'll uh, see you around, and I'll take this stupid amulet off. Snarf, 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 snarf. So, Butthole, uh, you've done that. Is there anything else you want to do this this round? Um, I'm assuming I had to move to be able to hit the zombie blast, right? In which case, I'm out. Otherwise, he would just dive into those three zombies in the middle group to make a big distraction of himself. Like, literally move into engagement range. Sure, just I, to be I think like, it would be safe to say you could have done both. Like, you step cool, in, yeah. like, into the, you kind of wade in, um, blast it, and then the three remaining ones you can just kind of sidestep toward. Yeah, so he's just tussling with them now. No attacks. Literally, it's that, like, kill a guy, sprint into someone else to, you know, save a farmer. Gotcha. Same a uh, farmer, ride a cowboy. <laughs> Juniper. Well, let's... I need to get these guys fucking off of me so I can go help 
the convoy. So I say, fuck my AC. We're going to use all that, a bon- that bonus. And um, I should point out, I missed the war chief on, uh, so he'll be up soon. So he's still there with you. Um, just don't forget as you pick your attacks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I still attack him though? You can. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I mostly meant like turn. you have, you have the, uh, so if I s- kill him now, <laughs> <laughs> then he doesn't get a turn. Yes. What I'm saying is you have strong Boris and a war chief. He just so that one didn't disappear is all he's saying. <laughs> I, know, I get it. I, get it. <laughs> I wasn't tracking initiative order, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently neither was I. So it's cool. We're all in the same boat. Yay. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to fuck. I'm going to go for the war chief again first. I'm still going to try to take a swing at both of them. So I'll do Warchief first and then at um, Fucko. What's his name? Strong Boris. Strong All Boris. Right. God the, damn. the Boris who is strong. Uh, 16 to hit? Uh, the Warchief? Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, thank God. All right. So uh, I will Divine Smite the shit out of that as well. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's going to be... Seven slashing damage. Ooh, not as good there. Yikes. And only seven radiant damage for 14 total. And then I'll take a slash at Boris. I think um, I'm, I'm just sick of him talking. He's confusing. So I'll go right for the mouth. That's an 18 to hit. Uh, Boris, yes. Yeah. And that is, ooh, nice. 11 slashing damage plus 8 radiant damage. Uh, sorry, you said 11 plus 8, so 19 total? Yeah, sorry, yeah, 19 total. Um, all right. Um, sorry for, I'm making you do math constantly. No, no, that's totally fine. My I just apologies. need to double check because I'm tracking HP and such, uh, as, <laughs> as you do. What? Um, the, uh... You, you strike him soundly um, and, uh, you know, having just told him to go fuck himself, uh, you you do exactly that by slashing him uh, the other way. Uh, but this time the, the blade uh, cuts true and uh, you feel it kind of give way on the way out, which is always a, a, a pretty murdery sign. Um, and he just like kind of stumbles back um, and raises his axe uh, up over his head. Um, and then just kind of slumps to his knees and, uh, he tries to swing it. Um, but, uh, it just kind of hits off one of the, uh, the armored wheels and, uh, he, he slumps down next to you, uh, strong, no more, uh, war chief. Yes. Um, he, this is fine. Just says you destroyed strong Boris. Impressive. Um, and, uh, he is going to go ahead, uh, with his great axe swings, which are no longer at advantage. So there's that at least. Well, that's nice. Oh, baby. Double 19s. Uh, again, just hitting those Oof. 400s, um, 400, one in 400 chances. Um, Hell. all right. So that is <laughs> looking for dice, found the dice. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, 30 <laughs> points of damage as he just goes, goes goes to town avenging his, his fallen pal Strong Boris. Okay. Um, okay. 
he uh, as as he's like raining down blows, uh, he just says, "They can bleed like anyone else. Keep up the effort, and don't forget to include their toy or small book." Um, as he uh, continues his strikes, um, bringing us to so Juniper went uh, Ginny. Uh, Ginny gets the uh, the next uh, switch. So she's able to um, to get it uh, mostly working. Uh, Quinny, you feel like she's got to flick one more for it to uh, okay. to be able to get get that up. Um, and then uh, Phantom, uh, who didn't go last round because I forgot about him, um, gets up, uh, just kind of looks around, um, and you just hear, hear him say, "Anybody got eyes on my crossbow? I need my crossbow." Uh, so I'm gonna roll perception to see if he sees his crossbow. He doesn't. So he proceeds to Velma his way through the combat. Uh, looking for his crossbow, uh, like crawling under carts, like dodging zombies, like a guy explodes, um, and he is—he's committed to finding that that weapon wherever he can. Um, all right, uh, you killed that guy. <laughs> killed that other guy. Um, <laughs> it's, it's time for Grum. Um, Grum yells, "Don't worry, I've got heels for." And then he looks up and just watches butthole punch through the guy's head. And he says, ah, more spells for me. Um, and then he, uh, he tries to hit you with his, his foam sword, uh, Ryan. Okay. Uh, he misses. Uh, so the, uh, the sword like floats after you and, and takes its, its swing. It just bops one of the carts kind of ineffectively. Um, and uh, then he, he turns and he, uh, he looks at... Um, one of the peasants uh, who is uh, protecting one of the, the front carts. Um, and he says, hey, you, stab your friend. Um, and he's going to attempt to uh, cast a, oh, that's bad news for the halfling. Counterspell. You have counterspell? I do. Hot shit. Nice. Um, all right. So he yells it and... Um, uh, Quinny, you see uh, one of the brothers just like turn to his brother, like tears in his eyes with the knife up. Um, and he's just like in a trembling voice says, Oh, hey, I'm uh, sorry, bro. Um, and then right before he like jabs in, um, you throw the counter spell, he just drops the blade. Yeah. Um, nope. I snap my fingers. That's that's the cast for counter spell. <laughs> <Yes>. Great. Nope. <laughs> um, and Grum. Like looks at his hands and he, he he looks to the carts and then he kind of scans for you, but he's looking for another like squishy wizard in a robe. Um, and he just mutters to himself, the power. Um, he is he's really taken aback and impressed. Um okay, who's left? Who's left? Uh yeah, that was him. Okay, uh the zombies. There are only three. Um, butthole, you're in there with them. Yep. I think based on the way you're describing it, um, I think they'll have to attack you. I was going to roll to see who they go after, but given that you're literally just entangling yourself um, like a wacky yep. waving inflatable arm flailing butthole, um, it's really only one target. Uh, what's your AC? 23. 23. Uh, I rolled a 19, so remarkably they will hit, um, and that is eight points of damage. All righty. I think it's less that they are good at hitting and more that because you're just trying to stop other people from getting a hurt, you're just like jamming appendages into their mouths and, and just generally uh, you're fucked up. Um, top of the round, 
Quinny, you've just managed to save uh, the brothers Greybeard uh, from a, a, a truly horrific fate. Uh, what do you do? Uh, I got to make my way up and finish this guy off. He's causing problems for my people. Um, am I able to just kind of vault up through the middle hole of this? He's dropped to the floor. So oh, he's dropped down. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. He's, so he's I, in perfect stabbing distance for perfect. Yeah, I just turn around and I'm gonna go to town on him. Okay. Go ahead. Leap through a window, perhaps, for a dramatic entrance. Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm outside and he's inside. Um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll Scott Pilgrim through a window <laughs> as we've been <laughs> describing. Yeah. Honestly, it's a perfect. If you don't know what another. we're talking about. Go look look it up. It's perfect, and it it means what we mean. It means <laughs> that was a one, so I rerolled that. Um, 26 to hit. Uh, yes, that will hit. Hello. Hello, Luna. Oh, shit, I dropped a die. <laughs> Luna! He dropped a dice. This he really did roll a one. Fucking... <laughs> just walking on my keyboard, too. <laughs> Go away. Bye, Luna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Double sixes. So... 12 plus 7. Uh, oh, 19? Yeah, yeah, 19 damage. And then Thirsting Blade lets me attack again. Uh, 9 plus 7 to hit, or 9 plus 12, shit, to hit. Um, it's 21. Yep. 21. Yep. Fuck you. He's, he's wearing robes. You're, you're good. Right, okay. Mm. Oh. <laughs> uh, 3 plus 7, 10 damage. All right. Um... You, uh, Scott Pilgrim, your way in, uh, just come up like blade through the gut, um, and his his little like power fingers clench, um, almost in like a, a Waltz and Gromit uh, like happy cheese is happening fists, um, and his eyes go wide, and he kind of like looks you up and down, and he says, "Ow, no robe," um, and then he'll uh, fall sideways off your blade, dead. I didn't know him, so I was just kind of like, I don't know what that means. But I'm just <laughs> scanning, <laughs> scanning the caravan for what needs doing next. Right. Um, so remaining threats, uh, you've got uh, a small pack of zombies. Um, the butthole is literally just like standing in the middle of. Um, Juniper is still engaged with the war chief. Phantom is looking for his crossbow. Uh, everyone else has been sorted. Okay. There are more zombies coming. Yep. I mean, I've done everything I can this turn, so I'm I'm just in that building. Gotcha. Uh, um, Brings the war chief. Um, things are going badly. Uh, you know, he's he's now having that moment to you know the platoon moment of like looking around, watching all all your your guys get cut down, um, and uh, as as he's looking around, I would like <coughs> to just like as Moss kind of like. Almost like do a little lean with the sword in my hand, just kind of <laughs> casual, like, well, you're rat and truly fucked. <laughs> and um, he uh, he nods at you, says, uh, you know, you're right. Uh, and uh, he reaches for the conch shell and oh. uh, you can take an attack of opportunity, but he, he kind of lets his, yeah. his, his sword down. Go ahead. Fuck yeah. Please, um, please kill him. Please I'm going to try. To I want to do right through the fucking He's going to call in a fucking air strike through his conch radio or some shit. Yeah. AC uh, 130. That's 25 to hit. 
That'll hit. Okay. Um, and I, I'll divine smite that fucking shit. Yep. Excellent. Excellent choice. Everything. I'm you've gonna got. divine smite at level two. Fuck yeah. So that's seven slashing damage. Got 10, 18 radiant, so 25 total damage. Very nice. Um, you uh, cut deep into him, um, and uh, you, you, you see like blood spurt uh, against the back of the, the happy mask, given just a proper Rorschach watchman uh, treatment. Um, I'm going to let him roll a save on this. He stumbles back, uh, still with some HP, I should add, uh, puts the shell to his ear and just says, fuck it, Nage, do whatever you want. Um, and then he uh, kind of <sighs> drops to one knee um, and uh, just uh, kind of like looks up at you and says, uh, thanks for the advice. Well, uh, uh, bringing us to butthole. I'm fighting zombies, man. There's not a whole lot of options here. I ain't right. hearing this shit. I don't know what's going on. It's just me swinging at zombies. So let's see what happens. This is, uh, he can summon his, uh, spiritual hammer over to help as well. So mm -hmm. he just like, it's just, he, he's battling away, raises a hand towards it, just pulls towards himself with his, his shield hand and, and it'll just fly in and take its shot. So it hits the zombies with a 15. Uh, yes, that'll hit. Great. And that one will do. <laughs> Does a 12 force damage? 12 force damage to the zombies? Yeah. Um, all right. Yes. So the, uh, uh, the zombies are still up, but very badly damaged. Great. Well, it's time for a uh, butthole to add to the party here. So he's going to take his swings here. Goblin Jr. comes out of the, the convoy because we're not in a land of like incredibly dangerous explosives anymore. So he'll be able to give him the assist here. Just taking a zombie out at the knees as he lines up his hammer shot. So that will be a uh, 22 to hit. Hits. And this is a supercharge. This is the haymaker swing uh, of hammer swings because it's his swing Plus, he gets to add 2d8 radiant damage from being Moonhammer fueled. Plus, Moonlightbringer does an extra 1d6 to undead. So he is doing uh, 19 damage, 11 of which, or sorry, 10 of which is radiant, and four is the additional undead damage. So 19 total. Great. Um, as you swing, righteously swing the hammer through. Uh, as it touches the zombies with radiant energy, uh, they burst in in bright um, explosions of light uh, before just you know blipping out of existence. Uh, you swing through, uh, and uh, before you is, is is you know nothing but trees. Behind you, some very relieved villagers, uh, but near you, some continuing combat. What do you do? Uh if he could, if he could, he would dash over to try to like throw himself on Phantom or like wrestle. Phantom. I don't know what the what he can do, yeah, but you, it's just like yeah, you can do that. I mean, I'd even say you could probably just coup de gras Phantom if you want. He's literally crawling around under carts. If you saw him, you could just like pop, yeah. Pop. No, he's gonna kill civilians. Fuck him. No, fuck him. Yeah, this is just a quick like through them all. 
And then he just looks down and it's swinging it up and over and just smushing Phantom. As the the hammer comes down, uh, a shadow uh, falls across uh, Phantom's features as he um, smiles and says, my crossbow! And then his head just pops (laughs) like a grin. Um, (laughs) Cool. Can I take his crossbow? Yeah. Great. He's going to put that in his bag of holding really quickly, and he's going to think to himself that that'll be a nice gift for Ginny. That's a good gift from an uncle. Truly. Um, Juniper, um, the war chief is, he's still up. Uh, he's still got some HP. You got him pretty fucking close, uh, but he's hanging in there. Um, but uh, he's uh, hes clearly looking, uh, looking kind of injured. Uh, what do you do? Um... Uh, I fuck. I just kill him. I just try. I she has a I, Juniper has a moment where she's like, "Well, I should probably like talk to him and see if he'll like tell me what that he meant when he you know said to whatever checklist age that he can do what he wants." But I mean, experience has taught me that's just going to be a waste of time. So. Quick I think, question uh, from the peanut gallery. Do you go in with your sword or do you just pop a gun and gun him the fuck down? <laughs> no, because he's got the con. I imagine he's got like the conch to his mouth. Yeah. I think what I want to do is basically just um, a slash kind of right across and just get the conch and the and try to his like head. Half, oh, damn. Exactly. That's yeah, all right. In one yep. blow. Uh, you can have advantage because, again, he's no longer actively opposing you. Oh, that's nice. At this point, you're basically playing gruesome T-ball. Right. <laughs> um, well, that's going to be 29 to hit. As I said, T-ball. <laughs> um, that's only on the first hit, mm-hmm. by the way. So that will do... Uh, that's going to do 15 damage. Seven of which is radiant. And if he's still standing, I'm just he, going to. He's, he's rough, but he, he's still up. Then we'll just want once more, just, <laughs> you know, just kind of dot, just dot, die already. Um, and that'll be a 26 to hit. Yep. That'll do it. Uh, you can, you can explain how this goes. He, he's, he's got nothing left. He's got yeah. like four HP left. Um, I imagine like the first <laughs> I'd like to imagine like the first one just kind of um, uh, just doesn't go quite go all the way through. So it's like he's got a slash down his face, the conch is broken, and and he's just, I mean, I don't know what his response is, but I think with absolutely zero pity whatsoever, Juniper just like performs another execution. And I think she just lops his head right off. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, I don't think he responds. I think there, there's that moment of of you know, warrior in a movie who didn't think they could die, like checking his jaw as you've like sl- the first time you slashed into yeah. him, and just kind of realizing how deep that is. Looking at the shards of the conch in his hand, and then just kind of like looks up at you, and the blade comes through, head comes off. Um, thus ended the the reign of the happy meal. Um, so stupid name. 
<laughs> with um, with his death, uh, you have decimated the squadron. Um, uh, Ginny um, quickly runs to the uh, runs to the the other end of the gate, clicks it, um, just like turns around and gives everyone a big double thumbs up, and then realizes that no one can see her, and like awkwardly like kind of like swears a bit and like takes the ring off, gives the double thumbs up, puts the ring back on. Um, she hasn't quite got the, the, the swing of, of being invisible yet, but she's, she's working on it. Um, but with a groan, uh, the gate, uh, begins to rise. Um, the, uh, the civilians have managed to like patch up what they can. Um, but some supplies have definitely been lost in the, uh, in the battle. Um, but, uh, having faced down this threat, uh, the convoy is ready to move. That said, uh, only one of you is aware that, uh, that this call went in. Uh, Juniper, do you tell everyone? Um, oh, yeah. Or- uh, n- no, no. I can, I, can I use my thaumaturgical uh, cell phone, cell phone again? With, with I, I everyone have, around you, you. I have to turn it on because it's not actually like a you have your own cell phone. It's literally like when Butthole wants, he can em- emphasize a voice to you and your voice to him. But it's very much, it's a cell phone you only have when he gives it to you. You don't have one right now. I look around. But, butthole? Oh, yeah, what's butthole? going on? All right, so butthole? I think all the people are alive, but we lost some stuff, so we got to keep this moving. Yeah, and um, we've got a checklist, Nage, coming, I think, or about to do something. Wait, why do you think that? Uh, because um, this fucker that I just <laughs> killed um, conched to checklist, Nage. Wait, so we put a call in? Do you have the thing that he made the call with so we could maybe negotiate? Nope, that would is i mean perhaps we can use some sort of adhesive uh to repair <laughs> yeah, that's it, but not I out. Doubt that's... that's a possibility at this point um but he said uh to chickless nage uh that he can do whatever he wants or something to that effect so okay I, do you have a ranged weapon i do okay congratulations you're front of convoy ranged weapons uh quinny quinny oh there you are okay yeah uh, we got a mage coming f- for us. Uh, same guy that set people on fire with an owl. So how do you feel about sitting up top, maybe in the midst of the convoy with your bow or something in case you see an owl? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Hey, I'm tapped out for any kind of major spells, just FYI. We're going to be counting on you two for magical punching, okay? I can only okay, do cool. small-time stuff. I don't have my uh, undead exploding thing anymore, but I do have making a swirling wall of hammers I can run around inside of. So we're not completely <sighs> tapped out on zombie okay. front. Let's just get this thing moving then. Maybe we can outrun them. Okay, cool. Yep. Let's just uh let's keep it moving fast. So Juniper, keep an eye on front. Quinny, you're in the mid, sit up on a rooftop or something. I'll go in the back because I can throw a spiritual hammer if I have to. And oh, we didn't come up with the whistle, did we? Uh and he just like thaumaturgies loudly like <laughs> And Garblin Jr. just goes, Snarf, snarf! And immediately everyone starts moving. Uh um, is that a fart? Oh, I was a little bit, but I, I was really, he looks at like, I was Ginny. just trying to summon Ginny, but I don't yeah. know what, I, I guess I just yelled her name. We'll figure this out. Jenny! <laughs> um, and uh, Ginny um, kind of runs back. She's like, hey, I got the gate going. What, what, what's the holdup? Okay, great. I got this crossbow for you. It's really nice. He gives it to her. He's like, I stole it from a dead sniper. Okay, now I need you to sit at the back of this convoy with me and shoot any owls you can see or we all die in a fire. Um, and uh, her eyes go wide. She says, you mean like that one? 
at which point the fire begins to rain. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Elizabeth at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons logo is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Lord Abradovic, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Roman Brown, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to the Strata. There's two of them following me. I know that for sure. Hand over the package and we'll let you go. You'll let me go? Oh, that's cute. The first bullet hits me in the chest, sends me staggering back a step. All right, you assholes. Yeah, run! That's it! And spread the word! Don't mess with rust! Ever! Anyone who tries is gonna... Oh, forget it. The Strata. In a dystopian city, an aging courier is forced to go into business with an underworld ganglord in order to pay for the treatment that keeps him alive. Check out The Strata anywhere you listen to podcasts.